Will you pray with me? Lord Jesus Christ, our Advent King, stir in our hearts once again by your grace that we may truly see the salvation that has come to us, the price that was paid, and the wonder of who you are in our lives. All of this we ask in your name. Amen. And you may be seated. If you are a fan of J.R.R. Tolkien, The Hobbit, and the Lord of the Rings series, you've heard before the following riddle. It goes like this. This thing all things devours, birds, beasts, trees, and flowers. It gnaws iron and bites steel, grinds hard stones to meal, slays kings and ruins towns, and beats mountains down. The answer to that riddle is time. We use words to describe time like it flies, or it rushes, or it drags, or it's gone. Some of the quotes that we could find about time go like this. If time flies when you're having fun, it hits the afterburners when you don't think you're having enough. Shakespeare said, better three hours too soon than one minute too late. The hymnist puts it like this, time like an ever-rolling stream soon bears us all away. We fly forgotten as the dream dies at the opening day. And Psalm 90 verse 12 says this, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You know, I don't know about you and how you manage time but a lot of times when I've scheduled a day, it seems like it just doesn't work out. Friday's my day off, and I had a schedule all laid out for the things that I wanted to do. I planned to be at the bank by about 9, 10 after it opened. Then I needed to go to Costco, to Meyer, to Sam's. I wanted to be home by 11 o'clock. I wanted to start some laundry, and I had a new recipe I wanted to work on for dinner. I wanted to get to the yard and get some of the leaves picked up, and there were presents I wanted to wrap because no one was home, and it was the perfect time to do all of that. I got to the bank at 10.30. <laughs> and from there on, it was just needing the afterburners to go. The day went, and you know, when I get a little stressed when things aren't going my way in terms of my schedule, I can get a little cranky. And so there I am at Costco, and suddenly it seems like it's Christmas Eve because it's 10.30 in the morning, and it's packed wall-to-wall -wall with people on a Friday, and I'm wondering why, and things go through my head like, oh sure, just take five minutes to look at it. I can wait to take the three seconds I need to grab it. Or to say things like, sure, the aisle is the perfect place to stop and have a conversation with somebody. Why should anybody want to get by you? Those are the things that kind of happen to me. I'm not the most pleasant person in the world. Until I'm finally screaming out the words, there are just not enough hours in the day. Have you ever felt like that? Do you feel like that at Christmas time? As Pastor Mark said in the announcements, we are entering the series in Advent called Christmas Time based on that verse in Galatians 4.4, 4, but when the fullness 
of time had come, God sent forth His Son. You know, there are two words in the New Testament language of Greek to describe time. The first word is what's known as chronos. It's ordinary time, the sequence of events, what we do as we look at a clock and count down the days and things move forward. But there's another word for time. It's the word kairos, and it means fulfillment. And it's usually used in the Bible in terms of God's purposes. It is the word that Paul uses when he says the fullness of time. What God had planned came about finally in all of history as he had weaved through all since the beginning when he spoke and said, let there be light that his son would come to redeem mankind. Most of us live in the opposite, live in that chronos, live caught up in those moments of time. And we find that we feel that we never have enough, the crush of the pace always going on. But you know, there's another side to that in that whirlwind of time that seems like we can never grab a hold of it. There is the other side of that time that some experience that seems like every tick of the clock never moves and they wait and they wait. Both of those aspects of time in our lives, that frantic pace and all there is to do and how to get it done, and the slow tick of the clock when there is only emptiness or loneliness in our lives, both of those can rob our heart. Rob our heart of its joy. Rob our heart of its wonder. Rob our heart of the need it has to be a heart, as Ezekiel says, of flesh and not stone. Proverbs 4.23 says this, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. You know, our spiritual heart moves our emotions, centers us in our lives, causes either those short bursts like you heard out of my mouth or wonder and warmth to flow out of it. But we know too that the heart is a dangerous thing because it lies to us as it seeks what it wants in this life. Jesus said this in Matthew 15, but the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart and these defile them. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. You see, a new heart cannot come from within us. We are not able to make a new heart in our lives. We are not able to change what is with us because of the sin of Adam. A new heart is a gift from God, a gift that comes from time in His presence, a gift that comes from His Word, a gift that comes from His grace and His love. Only Christ can make a new heart in our lives. Christmas is about meeting that need within us, that in the fullness of time in God's purpose, He sent His Son His Son who would bring to each of us a new heart, a new life, a new purpose, and a new meaning. To meet the inward, the unseen, the center in our lives that wells up in us and causes things to come out of our mouths. 
We see that picture in the gospel today in Mark as the crowds began to come to John. They heard that he was in the wilderness preaching a repentance. They heard those words and they realized the need within, confessing that they were empty and that they were hardened and that their hearts were broken. John told of the one who was to come, who was after him, who would remove forever that heart of stone, who would remake them, and who would give them new hearts and forgiveness. Christmas time is a time that we need, a time that we need to hear once again what Jesus has come into this world to bring us, what Jesus brings us in his time and his fullness. And in his wonder, Christ truly comes to meet the needs of our hearts in this Christmas time. To meet the needs of the brokenness and the emptiness of our lives in every way possible that we could imagine. Those who have experienced the loss of a loved one in the season, who are empty in their hearts, who are lonely, who wonder if there's a future and wonder as the time ticks by so slowly and there is emptiness and loneliness. To them, Jesus brings comfort and hope. Hope that there is life eternal found in Him. Comfort that He brings to bind up the wounded and to care for those in need. Those who experience a broken relationship in this time. The plans of the future, the plans of life not coming together as one had thought in those visions. To them, Jesus brings restoration and love of a Savior. To those who are abandoned, to those who are empty, to those who have nothing, Jesus brings to them the ultimate compassion of one who comes and understands and who walks alongside. And to those who look at our world and the commercialism that comes from this season and would tend to be cynical, Jesus brings sincerity and purity and gentleness. You see, we need in this time of Christmas to remember what Jesus truly brings to our hearts over and over again. As we hear the songs of the season, they remind us that this time of year, this Kronos has a purpose in God's own time. A purpose to bring us light and hope, joy and peace and love, all found in the heart of Jesus. That he touches our hearts with his grace and we are made new. So how do we make time for your heart at Christmas? How do I make time? How do you make time? How do we center our lives again in the wonders of what the purpose of this season is? If I were totally honest with you, I'd say I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't figured it out. But I know I need it. I need to hear once again the wonders of what Jesus brings to me. I need time to ponder and to hear and to be filled and for His grace to wash over me and to make my heart of stone new again, to make it flesh, to fill it with His love. This is the season that we celebrate. 
the purpose of God sending His Son at just the right time into this world so that He could make us new, so that He could give us hope, so that He could bind up our wounds and take our broken hearts and mend them. It is the time that we come together to celebrate, the time that we have been given, the time that we have for the love of Christ to fill us once again. Jesus comes in our world still as He came of old, comes with His purpose for our lives, comes that we might have a purpose too, to live for Him, to care for others, to share His gifts, to be His people in this place, and to proclaim the wonders of what He has done. May we truly find time this Christmas for our hearts to be healed, to be whole, and to be found in Jesus once again. We pray with me. Lord, you came into this world to make known love and light, hope and grace. May we never in this Christmas time forget the gifts that you come to bring us. May we never be blinded by the pace, whether fast or slow, and turn inward, but may our hearts always be mended and made new by your love and your forgiveness that you won for us. Raise us up from ourselves that we may always be people confessing the love that you have placed in us and sharing the gifts to the world that is in such need. We ask this in your name. Amen.